Hello there. Welcome to We Don't Know Wrestling. It's a podcast about wrestling from a few, I don't know, unintelligent people. And my name is Sam. And with me, per usual, is Tanner. Tanner, how you doing? Same as always. Fantastic. That's just exactly what I want to hear. Uh, <laughs> our guest this week is one and only TJ Hawk. TJ, how you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I got some great takes on 1991 All Japan, so I assume that's the topic at hand. I just assume that's always the topic at hand. Yeah, naturally. What do, what do you even watch? Like, what's going on in 1991 All Japan? Oh, uh, Akira Tawe is just rocking my world weekend and well, month in and month out. He's a. So you're a Tawe supporter. I, you know, it's funny. I was, I was thinking, like, I, I kind of, as I've been watching more and more, I, I've kind of been like keeping a running like power rankings of the big four and like who I like the most at any one given time. And right now, Tawe is pretty clearly the number one. That's great. Yeah. Because I don't know if there's enough Tawe supporters out there in the world. I like there's there's a seven minute match with Masawa, and Tawe controls almost the entire thing. And I'm just watching and just being like, oh my god, this is. This this is just too good. It's too good. It doesn't deserve to be watched. It doesn't deserve to be watched. That's how good it is. <laughs> uh, and I, that's, that's how you know it's worth yeah, it. I think and I, I think the most surprising thing right now is that uh, uh, Kobashi has not does not seem to be getting many opportunities at this point in time, and he has dropped to number four, which is never something I ever would have thought possible. Huh. It's a funny world. Yeah. Um, Where would you I, have Masawa and Kawada then? Um, I mean, at the moment, I I I can't tell because the Kawada Tawe feud is so good that it's elevating Kawada. Um, for me, but you know, Masawa and and Masawa will just like come and have like a twenty minute okay match with Terry Gordy. I'm like, I don't know, Masawa, you're kind of dropping the ball right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, those are my hot. T- so I think I think I have to lean Kawada number two at the moment. But then again, Masawa just had probably the best match of the whole run with Jumbo, and you know Jumbo is is good, but he's not that good. So he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. I'm not. Let's not sell Jumbo short here. I've I heard mean, he's, okay, he's very good, but you know it's not. You know, he's he's number he's clearly number five of those five for me. That's. Oh, I was about to say five, and then I remember what we're talking about. Uh, huh. I never would have thought that for some reason. But I need to dig back into all this pandemic oh, period. God, that, that one, uh, I, I, don't, I have no idea who runs it, but that person who just uploaded everything into, like, the really small individual match files is the greatest human being alive. <laughs> I don't, I'm not one of these kind of people. I don't, I don't go on these... Torrents. It's not. It's not even a torrent site. It's just, it's it, like a Google Doc, but it's not a Google Doc. That's okay. I'll send about okay. Pitch. This yeah, sounds. There we go. There's the one. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Is this recent stuff or is this old stuff? It's all, uh, it's all old stuff. It stops. I, okay. I think it stops when uh, Masawa leaves, or they all leave. All right. I just may have ditch uploaded something recently. That have been a, a real game changer in a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Because Ditch has been He's off the grid. He's wow. Well, he's doing real life stuff. He's not MIA. People know where he is. You just can't do this anymore. This silly wrestling crap. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of all Japan hot takes, how disappointing was Akiyama versus Akabono? I would say so pretty disappointing, disappointing. I haven't seen it yet. Pretty disappointing. How? How? Well, how it wasn't was? like it was because it was a like good match. It's just 
I was thinking about when I saw that that was happening, I was like, that's, that's like the most exciting match I could think of, I think. That, that was like definitely going to happen at some point. And they just kind of were, they were like tired and old and didn't work hard. Now all the fellows at All Japan are working under a pay-per-appearance deal. How, how uh, yeah, it's pretty depressing. Uh, although it's it's right now, so far it's just leading to the exit of people I don't particularly care about. So, like, I mean, you know, Go's fine, but he's not something to be excited about. And every Katoru Suzuki match I saw this year was pretty below average for what I would want from a juniors champion. So, I'm, it's, you know, unless the company actually dies, maybe not the worst thing in the world. Maybe. I have no idea what's going to happen. I, it just as it just seems a lot of these people can go wherever now. Which is that's that's just that's nothing but good things. That's nothing but a good thing to me if the company can stay alive. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I mean like just, what? Like, I, I mean, Akiyama and uh, should just be everywhere. He's so good. Now, does he? Is he technically freelance too? Even though he's like, I don't know the technical term, but isn't he in charge of all Japan? So would he technically be freelance now? Well, I mean, I mean, like. Think about like two years ago before the New Japan absorbed Noah. I think like Akiyama is kind of in the Marafuji role, and Marafuji did a program with Nakamura, so you would think that he can kind of do whatever he wanted to do. Okay, fair. I would think, right? Logically. But, I mean, uh, I, I don't understand never Japanese wrestling politics. It's all really weird. So, but I mean, I would hope so. I want Akiyama to wrestle everywhere in the yeah. world. And uh, Akabono too. Yeah, Akibono is pretty great. Now, I have a question because I'm pretty. It's only this year where I really started watching him. Has he always been good? Who Akibono? Well, like what did he? I wouldn't say always. Like, it's been a he, recent development in the past. It's, it's been like a, exactly okay, but it's like a couple of years old. It's not like the last like eighteen months or anything. No, okay. yeah, I'd say the last probably three years. Okay, like him versus Big Show, not a career highlight. <laughs> Um, but yeah, in the past couple of years, he's really, he's really turned it. Up. He's really good. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Y'all love the chubby lads that act like bears. And also they have like the better version of Tanahashi. They have Miyahara. He's just like a better version of Tanahashi. So it's, it's so frustrating to me that all Japan is possibly dying because they have the most interesting heavyweights probably in the world. In Wrestle One, we'll live to see another day. That, yeah, I mean, Mudo. It's Mudo One. There's a lot of muddy water in that mid-major Japanese scene. I don't, I don't get it half the time. But hopefully, these guys, these talented all Japaners, can find some good places to find some steady work, like Big Japan or DDT or DDT. It's a but fair we'll, point. DDT is doing real well right now. I don't know if they're going to bring anyone in, though. Uh, Akiyama is a former champion in DDT. It could work. It could happen, you know? Him and uh, Hiroshima just killing it. You know, it's, All Japan and DDT had, like, a weird relationship last year. Like, I think Erie and someone else won the tag titles from All Japan. It's yeah, there's a whole weird. series of tag matches there. Yeah, And they were really darn good. Yeah, they were really so. good. And then that Which just kind of, you know, pooped off. No, if it ever happened. Yeah. Because that's wrestling. Uh, never get the greatest of payoffs. 
So, that's the Japanese wrestling portion of the today's show. I guess. So... I mean, is there anything else to talk about in that corner of the world? Who knows? Wrestle Kingdom <laughs> coming up in, like, two months. That's true, I guess. There's, like, four matches announced, right? Yeah. That sounds right. When I, when I saw the tag title match, the junior tag title match, I think I audibly groaned. <laughs> That's that's some quality New Japan booking at its finest. Oh, I don't God. know. I prefer a four four way tag, you know, spot fest as opposed to whatever else they would try to do in the opener. Because okay, I mean, well, if it just goes like eight or ten minutes in the opener, I don't see any harm in it. The booking right, really could, could give a shit. But uh, we know exactly how it's going to go, though. Let's uh, let's say I think we'll say Trent gets worked over for like eight minutes. They do some spots, then they do a few more spots, maybe a little bigger. And the crowd finally wakes it up, and the match ends. Four stars. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> and it'll be rated four stars. Yep. Early match of the year. I'm not sure about that. Well, you're, you already got Tanahashi versus Okada locked in at four and a half. That's locked, that in, can only go that's locked in at four and three quarters, let's be honest. You know, I, I like to, you know, give a little wiggle room. He hasn't gone, Dave hasn't gone lower than four and three quarters on them since 2012. And I bet that was their first match, that he didn't go four and I think he, I think he went four on the first one and four and a half on the second one. Jesus. Actually, I actually oh. haven't even seen those two matches. I think we, we get Nakamura versus AJ Styles, though. That's really um, important. Hopefully motivated Nakamura. Hopefully motivated AJ. Well, it's in the dome. Hopefully, be hopefully it's G one AJ. Was it AJ wasn't motivated last year in the dome? No, I was talking about for Nakamura. I mean Nakamura is going to be motivated. I AJ? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I thought the style hey. of Naito match was good. Not as good as their G one match, but I thought it was. It was I. I thought it was very good. Oh. Uh, I thought it was. I was a real big fan. Oh Sam. Yeah. <laughs> it was better than it was. It was better than Suzuki versus Sakuraba. By a good chunk. I liked I liked that yep. a lot. You just liked Suzuki's hair. Don't even True. He had white hair. That was a great that it's was fair. Great. I, I think it blinded some people. I think it blinds the people that it was not that great of a thing. Um even though it should have been. Uh, we can just get all the Japan topics out of the way. How uh I don't think it's entirely his fault. How disappointing is Mizunoru Suzuki being the uh lead guy Noah not being all that exciting or good? That's pretty uh, disappointing. It's really disappointing that Minoru Suzuki is seemingly the number one entity in that feud. So that's been mean, probably the most... You mean Marafuji? What did I say? You said Suzuki. You said Suzuki. Oh, ah, fuck. Yes, Marafuji. Yeah, I mean, th- there's very little chance of upside when he has three matches. But it seems like even given that, it hasn't been all that much fun. But it just sounds like they're doing the Bullet Club all over again, but with an even worse stable of people. Yeah. I think it should have been better. It should have been better. But, hopefully it just dies out soon, and we can move on with our lives. Well, if Suzuki wins, the promotion literally dies, so... Fingers crossed. Suzuki starts shooting on Marafuji. Oh, that would be the most exciting thing to happen in pro wrestling ever. If he just shot on Marafuji and killed Noah. (laughs) (laughs) And then burnt all the belts at, like, the January fifth New Japan show. The, the, the peak, the peak of Suzuki and Noah was him burying the NWA tag titles in that uh, post in that like post show press conference. 
Yeah. But they're they're stacking all the titles and uh, whatever those killer elite squad geeks try to give them the NWA tag titles and Suzuki doesn't want them. Yeah, that was pretty great. I, I heard he bloodied uh, Takayama up pretty good. I haven't seen that match yet, but I heard... That, that was I, good. That was a good one. That was fun. Yeah. I wrote a poem about it, in fact. It was so good. Oh, goodness. Are you, are you new more Noah poetry? I, I found... I, the first two pretty came pretty naturally, and then I tried to, like, seek out a match for a third one, and it didn't come at well. It, didn't, it just didn't come out well at all, so I'm like, all right. If it, if, it, if it happens, it happens. I'm not forcing it, though. <sighs> I can't believe... I don't know, but there's a but Noah poetry is really lacking in the fantasy football department. Um, oh, I gave up once I saw how bad my team was. I just gave up. I didn't even look. I haven't looked at the roster in weeks. Good, <laughs> that's good. Do it. Uh, I was like, oh, everyone's getting free wins. Luckily, I'm in line. Otherwise, I'm nine and one in mine. So, okay. What what else happened? Is there anything else happening in Japan? Um, yeah, all Japan do, being dumb. Ryzen. Uh, Bob Savage well, when you really think about it, is that match really happening? Yeah, I think that got confirmed. I don't remember it getting confirmed. I remember it being discussed. I think, but that's that's number one. I'm almost sure it got fight of the year right there. I'll give it match of the year. Why not? Well, it's not wrestling, brother. It's it's a work. It's worked. It ain't it's worked. It counts. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is some Japan news. Uh, it's like, ROH is running Corican on February 19th and February 20th. I thought that was... Are those the only two shows? Yeah. I can't imagine. That's no, case. those are the only two I, I, shows. Oh, wow. So are they just running with the new... Just New Japan proper shows besides those? For like a week? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems silly. That's all I'm saying. I think it's obvious where they're heading for those ROH shows, though. I mean, obviously one's going to be headlined by Elgin versus Styles. I don't think that's up for the debate. Oh, all right. So speaking of this, um, ROH has booked themselves into a situation where they have to have a shitty finish to their main event of their supposed biggest show of the year. But they can't have AJ win the ROH title and then not. Because then he has to. Then they have to either cancel the match with Nakamura, or their big Elgin Lethal match has doesn't need to exist at all. Or they have to have AJ lose, which New Japan's not going to let them do, right before he ma- he ha- has a match with Nakamura. The, is it official that Elgin versus Lethal is happening? Yeah, yeah, he, like, yeah they book, okay. they, it's booked for the dome. Okay. Well, that's this is dumb. Anybody else think the Styles Nakamura match is getting canceled? Do they have enough time in between to insert a third person into that match? Well, we thought, as it was happening, as the spoilers were coming out, we assumed Briscoe was winning the tournament so that he would insert himself into the final because he never got his rematch or something. That's what someone told me. And then Elegant ended up winning. Oh, well, I don't... Who could want this pay-per-view anyway? It looks awful. I only know two matches happen. I only know one. And I know I don't want it so far. Who's Roddy so. Strong wrestling? Is that confirmed yet? He's concussed at the moment, so we don't know who he's wrestling. Oh, well, Good stuff. Well, shit. Good stuff. <sighs> the fact that he wasn't in G1 is still preposterous to me. Why is the world is not, not that nice? You know what's even sadder to me, or almost as sad, is that uh, there was at one point talk during uh, the New Japan weekend, at least to me, that he was being considered for Lucha Underground Season 2. And then, nope. 
Just, just, I mean, just about. I don't care about that. Oh, but you'd be so perfect for that. Uh, I don't. I don't need more, more Roderick Strong in that environment. Why? He, he works great in his environments. I don't need him to see pop up there. New Japan would actually be a step forward. Tossing New Japan Underground does not feel like a step forward. Tossing little guys up in the air? I don't know. Yeah, that's he what I'm that, He does that pretty well. Triple H should just bring him in proper. Well, he got outbid. What? ROH outbid uh, WWE. I mean... What does that have to... Oh. You're saying, why didn't Triple H bring him in proper? They got outbid. That's fine. No. Not Triple H, you son of a bee. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Why didn't Triple H take him to Mexico? Why didn't it, I would have said Paul. I would have said Paul if I'm talking about Triple H. I'm sorry. Why's that? His name's Hunter. Boom. Hunter Hearst, Helmsley. Um, oh, you said, you know, you said Triple people, A. I didn't, I'm sorry. I did not pick up on that. People don't use the, the three H's enough anymore. When did that go out of vogue? What year was when that? When people learned that his real first name was Paul. Okay, that's fair. Winch Twitter. Uh, so, uh, last year. So, last year. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Roger Strong, though, is really good, and I don't... I'm fine with him just in ROH. And PWG. Because I don't know... Well, that's if things are being good, as good. Well, in other we're countries. about to find out if how much longer he's going to be in PWG because the original deal was that he would finish up in December. But there's talk of obviously of ROH and PWG coming to an agreement, so ROH guys can work PWG. That'd be cute. That'd be really cute. It'd be real yeah. weird if Matt Seidel beat Roderick Strong for the world title. That would be weird, but uh, that would be more. I think that would be more desirable than Adam Cole coming back to PWG. So. Let's just keep him out. Keep him out. Okay, so I'm not. I'm usually not the type of person to be like, oh, whoa. Okay, so I was watching an Adam Cole match from last year before his injury, and then I watched the AJ Styles match from this year. He's gained like 40 pounds. Oh, yeah. He's huge now compared to when he was last year. And it's the wrong kind of huge. Yeah, like it's like all he did was sit around and drink beer for six months. It's crazy. I, that's the look they want, brother. I could not believe it. Like when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, he's gotten like it's not even like chunky. He's just gotten fat." <laughs> like, <laughs> and, you know, I enjoy me my fat wrestlers, but we don't, on. we don't need, we don't need another uh, Chris Hero. We need a. <laughs> I don't need a fat Adam Cole. Yeah. Chris Hero can carry his weight. Mm. Oh, he, <sighs> yeah, he can. I don't know. What what the hmm is I about? Prefer, I think Chris Hero looks a lot more healthy like this than when he was super skinny, like right before he went to the WWE. Uh, I think uh, his peak skinny period happened right before he got fired. There's a Brody match that he honestly like. He looks like he has like he's sick in it. That's how, like he looks like he hasn't eaten in weeks. But uh, he probably hadn't. Probably, yeah, probably, probably, probably hadn't. hadn't. Yeah, and he was fired like a couple weeks later. But. Um, but he he looked pretty healthy in 2010, 2011. I think that was a good, much better balance for him than uh, what's going on these days. No, I think it's fine. Nah. Eat up, Chris. Nah. I mean, Traps. He, he throws beefy strikes, so I'm okay with him being beefy in, in human form. Yeah. Eh. It's okay. He's still uh, semi-athletic. What? He can do that weird thing with the ropes. 
<laughs> the weird thing with a robot. <laughs> what a great description. He did that a tope is. suicida in PWG. I couldn't do that. Well, yeah. you can't do a lot of things. I could probably jump through the second rope. You can't rent a car because you're 15. No, let me tell you. Apparently, my car should have flipped yesterday into a ditch because my wheels got really messed up. It, I've spent $1,000 on car repair in the last six weeks. That's yeah. not fun. Yeah, I need a new transmission. So I'm like just staring at the just thousands of dollars. I'm just so upset about it. I think I've gotten good deals on the things that, like, I had to get, I'm sure this is a compelling talk, but I had to get a new alternator, and that cost me, like, 500 bucks, which wasn't bad. And then I got a new set of tires yesterday for, like, a little over 400. Well, that is compelling. That was very, very compelling. compelling. And for, before Christmas, I haven't bought Christmas presents yet, Sam. What do you mean? I, I don't Christmas. know why you said my name. Well, I don't, well, you know, everybody, everybody is known name Sam. Okay, I was really confused why you pointed that towards me, because I'm like, I'm not buying you anything for Christmas, Tanner. Well, if there's something coming to your house from... I, I've never given you my address. Nor I would I ever give you well, my I address. Well, I see, I know where 2CW runs, and I'm shipping it to the building they run. So when you what go there for their last show, there's going to be a present there waiting that's from me. I'll give it to Cold. He'll, he'll like it. <laughs> uh, an autographed picture of Too Cold. It's going to be weird, then. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny in my head. Too Cold Scorpio getting a picture of himself autographed. He's like, oh shit, this is cool. I was There was a transition period that easily could have gotten to what we wanted to talk about, but oh. I'm going to just reverse time and say, hey, PWG. <laughs> what about uh, it? They announced uh, All-Star Weekend 11, and it's, it is something. It's happening. It's definitely happening. Here's the card for night one. Mark Andrews versus Chuck Taylor. All stars. Ricochet versus Marty Skrull. <laughs> Michael Elgin and Brian Cage versus the Wolves. Ugh. No way they make that booking. Don't even. I wouldn't even bitch about that match yet. I, Dave Richards and Eddie Edwards. I think you could put those things together, everyone. But you know, I got you there. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Trevor Lee. Eh. Kenny Omega versus Mike Bailey. Eh. Young Bucks versus Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. NXT. And in the main event, Roderick Strong versus Matt Seidel for the PWG World Championship. That should be good. Yeah. So, I, uh, we go. PWG, let's, we can just put, let's put our cards on the table. Super Dragon has gotten so bad at booking matches in the past three years and just drives me... It doesn't. I don't even care anymore. That's how bad it's gotten. But I just, he's gotten so bad at booking matches. I, I mean, I can tell you, I watched Ricochet for, versus Marty Skull from uh, RPW this year, and it was no good because neither guy is all that good. Which you think is a shocking development? All right. So actually, this actually leads me to my rant against uh, the British independent scene. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So. This is this is a hypothesis. I'll, I grant you. I don't feel confident to say. I feel, I definitely feel this way. I think it's definitely true. But my issue with the British independent scene is that there's a lot of talent there, and the crowds are really really excited for almost. It seems like every show that comes out of there, every somewhat high profile indie show, which means that these talented guys get great responses time in and time out, 
pretty much no matter what. And they're only just wrestling. They're for the most part, they're really just wrestling each other over and over and over again. So they're just like I just see wrestlers who like three or four years ago I thought, wow, how look how talented they are. They're going to be great someday. To they're still producing the same like average, maybe sometimes above average matches. Only like they just haven't gotten any better whatsoever. Like and Marty Skrull is just like the prime example. Dave Mastiff also comes like comes across as another guy like that. Just these guys who had so much talent four or five years ago and have not gotten any better, and it's so frustrating. Anyway, so basically, the British <laughs> scene is a little, as it's a little overrated. It's a little overrated. What do you think of uh, Zack Sabre Jr.? I'd be interested to know. I think he's great, and he's also one of the few guys who has been booked outside of the yeah, area. Yeah, that gets out of there. Yep, that's like, he's that's, barely in. He, that's, I mean, it's pretty important. Yeah, he gets out of there. He got out of there. That's what um, I think when I watch a I mean, progress was, show. Yeah, and just like I can't imagine. Prog- I mean, my issues with progress run deeper than just the talent, but oh, definitely. Um, but if you just watch like shows from, I mean, their 2012 shows to now, I bet you there isn't a tremendous amount of improvement in the individual wrestlers. Fair. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to do that, but that sounds that sounds like a fair point. I mean, uh, I'd say the option. I mean, the exception is probably Osprey, who when I started hearing him getting hyped this year, I couldn't believe it just based on what I saw in 2012, 2013. But uh, and he's, I think he's probably improved the most, but it's not like. He's great all of a sudden. It's more just he's talented and being booked well. Yeah. And, and facing getting, I mean, and, and facing, but, you know, really talented opponents like Matt Seidel and AJ and stuff like that. Yeah, as I was gonna say, it's, it's easy to get a good reputation when you're, being, you're in your local area with a positive environment going against some of the best yeah. wrestlers on the planet. Yeah. And he also consistently gets those matches, it seems like at least in comparison to everybody else there. Is the new golden child, yeah. but uh, uh, like, so, like, look at this. Like, so you have Mike Bailey, who's like one of the most genuinely fun wrestlers in the world right now. That's a pretty fair statement to make. Going Great. going up against a guy who probably when was the last good Kenny Omega match? Be, last good Kenny Omega uh, match because of Kenny Omega or just yes. in general? Oh, yeah, I, because of Kenny gen- Omega, I have no clue. In general, I really like the Kushida match from this year. Which one? The one where uh, the, the the lack of leg selling? Is that the, is that the one? Yeah, but I, mean, I really like <laughs> the it. adrenaline. The, adre- the, the adrenaline, adrenaline match. The adrenaline rush. Yeah, match. The, the adrenaline match. But it, that's pro- just because I like Kushida in that match. <laughs> okay, but like that is not, I mean that really has nothing to do with Omega. I mean I don't think oh, Omega. Oh no, definitely not. Yeah. I'm just talking in general. But no, last Omega match I liked because of Omega. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So I just kind of feel like this match is going to suck. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's Bailey, though. I don't, I don't feel like a Mike Bailey match now can suck. All right, it's going to be, like, average. It's going to be tons of shticks, tons of comedy, and I'm just going to be like... I'm not even going to watch it, because like, I know it's just going to make me annoyed. I mean, that's pretty fair, I guess. I mean, there's it's potentially to be good. It has potential to be good just because it's Mike Bailey and he... Uh, always has that kind of potential yeah. to do something fun. But, yeah, I could definitely see this going the way of shtick. I, 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 you know, I'm going to out myself as a as a fan of poor taste. I'd say the two matches I'm looking forward to here are Roddy and Seidel and Chuck Taylor versus Mark Andrews. 
What was that? Chuck Taylor. <laughs> was the second? I, I, I didn't hear the second Chuck one. Chuck Taylor and Mark Andrews. Uh, I know. What, what is it? I got for that. twice. I know. And it was gross both times. Uh, <laughs> I actually I, like Mark Andrews, though. I liked him from his bola appearance. Says. Granted, I wouldn't want to pick a second one. I would just want to stay at one. Yeah. But uh, so overall, I think we can all agree a pretty unexciting uh, card. Yeah, okay. I think Roderick Strong versus Matt Seidel is clearly the best match on the card. I don't think there's anything that really comes close to that. So on the night too. Also, but I just want to say, does anyone care that Michael Elgin's coming back whatsoever? Oh no, 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 not at all. Fair. I, I'm interested in Elgin in Japan just to see what, what happens. Like, if does it does he continue to get over and stuff like that? But I'm not terribly interested in his actual matches anywhere. Yeah, I, plus, it's PWG. I mean, at this point, if you don't get over in PWG... Uh... I don't know if that's doing anything, but okay. Day uh, 2. Kikitaru versus Chuck Taylor. Woo! Mark Andrews <laughs> versus Ricochet. Uh, Mark... Marty Skrull versus Timothy Thatcher. Uh, I, I say that for one, re- not because of the match. I say that because of the whole thing with. We'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get to it. Mike Elgin and Brian Cage versus Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Uh, I think I pronounced it two different ways now. Uh, Matt Seidel versus Trevor Lee. And then the Gorilla Warfare match Chris Hero, Mike Bailey. Joey Ryan and Cass LeRae versus Young Bucks, Rag Strong, and Super Danny. Yay! So that's that's your card. I, uh, I I can't imagine that main event not being fun, even though they're overdoing the guerrilla warfare thing a bit. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. But I, I can't imagine that match is not fun. It's really been it should make, just replace Joey Ryan with anyone else. But Ryan is fine in tag matches. Like, he's fine in two-on-two two tag matches. He's not going to bring down an eight-person weapon. Oh, I mean, no, totally. Just, like, Chris Hero, Mike Bailey, Candice LeRae, Joey Ryan. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about it. And then, I just hope the match happens. I mean, if Roddy is concussed right now, is he going to work a guerrilla warfare in three weeks? That's in three weeks. I mean, the bigger issue is that I mean, the last time Super Dragon got hurt, he, like, injured his ankle and was out for three years. So, he tore his MCL and got a concussion in in August. So, what are the odds he's going to be ready three months later? Maybe it's not Super Dragon under the mask. Maybe it's, like, Nakamura or something. Just, tip, put, a, just put any other brother in the under the mask and we'll be good. <laughs> put Excalibur under the mask. N- n- who's going to know? Who's going to know? Not not Skyberg specifically, but who's in there? Just give that whoever it is, give them a little extra padding, and uh, no one's the wiser. We need you to gain twenty pounds before December. Just put a pillow under their it's the, shirt. It's the big angle to return Adam Cole. Oh, uh, <laughs> you say that like a joke, but at the same time, <laughs> I don't a, want that. That's to... actually I feel like that's actually what's going to happen now. <laughs> why why you oh, say man. that? Now that you say uh, it, it makes a it lot. Act, of sense. It actually makes a lot of sense. That's why he's been putting on the weight. <laughs> they it's call me in advance. It's, it's just been this, 60 pounds. It's been this huge long con. Damn. Uh, we've been building this very moment. Uh, um, Seidel versus Trevor Lee would be good. Might be. I'm kind. I'm kind of down on Lee at the moment, but uh, you were you were really high on Lee at one point. So. But like a year ago. And then uh, I watched him work some non-big indie shows. I'm like, oh. 
you're so young to be phoning it in right now. And I really just lost all interest in it after that. I think they, he does good in essentially PWG and CWF in Atlanta. I was about to say Mid-Atlantic, he's really good. And, hey, it's weird I just said that. Um, well, that's about it. Yeah. What's Tanner? What's no, I was, I was... I was going to say something, and then you said it, and then to get my point across, I agreed. Oh, that's how that works. Uh, oh, so let's talk about Skrull Thatcher. How stupid is that? Can you give context to why it's stupid? Cause I know, but those Marty Skrull sucks. No, no, because it's no, no. booked already. It was booked for December eighteenth, and now it's booked on December twelfth in two different promotions in the same state. Imagine having access to Timothy Thatcher and you book him in the same match. Because he's not working night one because he's working the TPI or whatever. Supposedly. Allegedly. That's, def- that's definitely not Allegedly. going to happen. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. But it, here he is working Marty Scurll six days before he works Marty Scurlling again. And I guarantee you their match six days later is probably going to be better than this match. And it's, anyone that doesn't know, because Tanner never said it, uh, all pro wrestling is the promotion that is going to be happening, uh, Mario Scarver's Timmy Thatcher, the next week. So, uh, Once yeah, once great. again, I'd like to point out, uh, I think my number one match I'm excited for involves Roderick Strong, and my number two match I'm excited for involves Chuck Taylor. That sounds about right. Sounds about right what for TJ Hawk. I think it's safe to say I'm the biggest Chuck Taylor fan uh, on this podcast. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> and I don't, I don't I hate, hate Chuck him. Taylor. Oh, well, there we go. But uh, no, I uh, I have a lot of fondness for Chuck. Why is that? I, I think, I mean, like, I think if you're really offended by the idea of him being like, "Watch out, I'm a fake wrestler," ha ha ha, like, then you're not gonna like him. It does that doesn't bother me, and it makes me laugh. So, and I th- I like the fact that every once in a while he can turn it on and be a fun flippy guy too. So, you know, I think he adds something to a lot of shows that he's on. Despite I like the fact. I think he's legitimately one of the best commentators 100%. on the independent scene. 100%. And uh, I, I think he has something to offer. And not a lot. I don't feel that way about a lot of wrestlers. I will say both Chris Hero and Timmy C. Thatcher are missing from night one. So that TPI is going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Even though it I doesn't thought happen, it was a two-night tournament. No, it's a one-nighter. So, so there you go. That's that's happening. Uh, still, yeah, I, I think it's just. Too, I was I was actually mad. And I don't. Know, I shouldn't be because who gives a shit about wrestling? Um, True. That PWG book Marty Scurll versus Timothy Thatcher, mostly because that's a match for all pro wrestling. That's out of their comfort zone. They don't usually book those sorts of matches, and I thought that was cool. They were booking it because that's just a different route for them and another sort of match for Timmy Thatcher that seemed like a spotlight. And now PWG just books it like it's a, some fucking undercard match. On the bright side, the second match will probably be better and be released for free on YouTube. So. I was about to say, yeah, I said that I on would not, well, I, I would not hold it rough. Are they, are they not releasing stuff these days? It's very sparingly. Oh. Like, you, if you saw their, they released this one event that had Timmy Thatcher versus Gangrel. Yeah, that you still have not posted a review of for to three three pro wrestling, by the way. That's that's true. That's true. Um, thanks for reminding me. And it's only, it's only it's only like your two favorite wrestlers ever, and you're like, yeah, I'll do it. Three. Yeah, I'll do it. I don't. Three yeah. months. That match later. came out in July, didn't it? August. 
I, uh, I gave it. I, I, I DM'd you. I think an hour after it was uploaded. That's great. And I posted it already too, so I should have been all over that. And then I just didn't. Uh, who watches wrestling in 2015? I guess. And but they like rarely will they release stuff. That's, that was an anomaly that they did that. That's too bad. All right. Well, that was scratch that theory then. Um, it the could still happen. Ma- Maybe a fan cam. Yeah. Speak, right, speaking of fan camps, let's use this to transition. Did everyone watch uh, their homework? Oh, no. No, I did not. You did, no, I did, did not. not watch Loki versus Rey Mysterio. Wow. I did not watch Loki. Hey, no. I've been, I had two papers to write this week. Um, wow, you couldn't spare 55 minutes to watch a Loki match. Wow. 55 minutes? Are you shitting me? It, no, it just feels like 55 minutes because it's Loki. Wow, wow, that seems nominal. I have to go watch it tonight just to say you're wrong. Uh, but now I can't do that right now because I didn't watch it. Um, but I've heard some, ver- I've heard various reviews, and yeah. uh, I'm not sure. I, 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 I uh, Bix loved it. He was there live, though. I think uh, we can all admit there's a certain amount of live bias involved in uh, watching wrestling. Uh, I gave it two and a half. Loki, Loki, Loki made Rey Mysterio work a Loki match, which just sounds like I kind of knew that was going to happen. But at the same time, I was like, oh, maybe Loki will just, you know, not make one of the greatest wrestlers of all time work a match, work his work Loki's match. But no, that, that's what happened. Uh, question: I'm assuming I already know the answer, but what's your opinion on Loki in general? Uh, it's I I've recently what I mean I. Oh, I, he's very compelling as a like an entity, and I'm, he wrestles so infrequently that I'm probably going to watch almost every single match that I can get access to. But when you compare what he was doing in 2002 to right now, it's just unbelievable how much less interesting he is now to me. Like in 2002, like he was basically he had somehow combined working like quickly and conveying this feeling of violence in a way that is just unbelievably compelling and I feel like will stand the test of time. And he's replaced speed and violence with technical proficiency and, you know, like physicality, but not really like a violent physicality. And it just puts me to sleep. That sounds really exciting, okay. Mysterio, working a match like that. I'm, I'm sold. I'm, to, like, to be fair, I've heard it, I've heard it range from this two and a half rough around the edges to in modern epic so I, I've also seen the same thing I think we've I, we, we we hang in the same circles uh, but uh, what was I going to say There's, um, like even like so like Ray is like doing his his comeback spots in the end and like Key is not ready for them just like he's been doing these exact same comeback spots for 15 years how do you like how are you not ready for these and then I, I start thinking: Is he botching? Is Key botching them on purpose to make it look more realistic? That's what that's what it's come down to with Loki. It's like I'm wondering: Is he? Because like that's what like Mr. Uh, Anderson was doing, and like late in his WWE run, he would run the ropes terribly to make it look more natural. Hmm. I always feel that's an, always an interesting take on wrestling. Me too. To do things kind of sloppy, so they look- just so it doesn't look too good. Sometimes it works. But I mean, I mean, sometimes I like it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also uh, a weird sort of guy when it comes to that sort of thing. I just want to see dudes get like punched, like a necro. That's butcher why you're punch. a Tenru fan. Yeah, that's why I love Tenru. I love Necro Butcher. Love Lawler. 
I mean. Okay, so what were you talking about about this Necro Butcher Dream Mesh tour? Oh. I was very confused to what you're. Okay, about. I was reading, uh, DV, you know the. Dean doing his gimmick at DVD VR, however many Ds and Vs there are. Uh, and he was talking about Necro Butcher was like the best dream match worker during a certain period. It was way before I started watching wrestling. So I'm like, is this really a thing? So I just went to Twitter and asked. Because I didn't know Necro Butcher ever worked Loki, and then apparently he worked him twice. Yeah. yeah so. uh, at least one of them was good. I've seen one of them. It was good. I saw one of them. So I just and assumed like Necro Butcher worked... I, you know, like, the who's who of in independent wrestling in, like, 2005, 2006. Well, the first Joe match is, like, I, I gave it five. Oh, I think yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. And it's I only think, nine minutes. It's only nine minutes, too. Yeah, I think me and Sam are right there with you. I know Sam... I think we both gave it five. I don't know. Great match. I mean, I, I'm teetering. I was teetering. I don't teeter. If you're teetering towards five, right. it's five. Boom. That's how it works. Um, he's got, I don't, yeah, he's got I the don't fear. Know. He's got the fear. He's afraid to go five. I'm always afraid to go five. It always, I'm like, five just feels so permanent. I go five on stupid shit. Just because I know you do. You gave it to some Big Japan match this year. <laughs> you gave it to two so, Big Japan matches this year. <laughs> two Big Japan matches this year. Yeah, that's dumb. I also have two Protect big the J- five stars. Uh-huh. Protect the five stars. Nah. Fuck it. Like, I also have two shit. Big Japan matches at four and three-fourths. I don't care about anything. They're my fun. Dragon Gate. They're your Dragon yep. Gate. That's that's one way to put it. Um, I miss the days when Big Daddy was wrestling in Big Japan. Not Big Big Daddy Walter. Not not the uh, not Alan's Big Daddy. <laughs> I love how we go Alan's Big Daddy. That's that's how it's boiled down to though. Uh, cultural phenomenon. Greatest star in. British history. British history. You learn about him not in just wrestling. primary school. Or whatever they call to it. To be fair, that might not be inaccurate. I wouldn't know. He might be a history lesson. But that's why none of us have a vote, so it doesn't really matter what we think. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> none of us have a vote. Uh, so, oh, Survivor Series is this weekend. And I don't know what to say about that. Tanner... Guy, I think, just tell us about Survivor Series I mean, this year. What do you need to know? <laughs> I literally need to know everything. Okay, is there well, there's a five-on-five five elimination tag team match happening. Current teams to be announced. You're just reading Wikipedia. I don't know if that counts. No, no, I'm telling you, like right off the top of my head. Wait, is this like on WWE.com? Is this announced? Yeah, it's announced as that. Yeah, it got announced. That's stupid. They announced it as TBA. How do you do that? This this was their reasoning. They were like, well, now we see who's not making it to Survivor Series in the tournament. Wonder who ends up on the Survivor Series teams. I'm like, hmm. Oh, that seems so pointless. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> but hey, if Cesaro's wrestling, you know, I don't mind. It's just going to be Team Cesaro versus Team Ziggler. And there you go. I mean, if it's good, it's good. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Uh, you got okay. You got a. Uh, I'm just going to go in the orders I remember. You got old Undertaker and Kane versus <laughs> wrestling uh, two out of the four members of the Wyatt family. Which two members? We don't know. There's such a you know uh, difference in quality and anticipation depending on who those two members are. <laughs> I mean, 
which two members of the Wyatt family provides the best match out of Taker and Kane? Uh, Clearly Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Jesus. Honestly, I just wish it was Harper working both of them. If we're being honest. Why not just have Harper versus Taker? I mean... How, how how good was six minute match between those two? Like impromptu on Raw be? Honestly, that might be all right. That might be all right. That'd be good. Harper's really freaking good at wrestling short yeah. matches. Sam said uh, one of the best wrestlers in the 21st century that can wrestle an under 15 minute match. Saw him say that today. Or yes, he's also one of the best at five minute matches. I, I think I said shorter matches. I think that was the word. I was gonna say. I don't know, but I, I definitely said stuff fifteen in there too. But he had uh, he had a legitimate, very good like four minute match with Grizzly Redwood once. Like it's legitimately very good. Yeah, I was I was saying on the greatest wrestler ever thrown at PWO for Brody, uh, just one of those guys who could have a five minute match in an environment, all these super indie companies that don't seem to put high value in wrestling short matches. Always seems to be. Longer is better, but he was knocking out of the park in these short bursts. So I mean, he was building a top ten wrestler of the year case at you know in June for me just based off his superstar stuff. Slow it down, Tanner. Slow it down. Get a little too. I mean, too hot. And he was working like face Kobe Kingston and like r Truth on these. So two classic wrestlers. That's not yeah. Yep, two two classic wrestlers. <laughs> Uh, you have the hottest feud of the year, Charlotte versus Paige, Divas Championship. That's you know how much it sucks that I haven't listened or watched that end segment uh, for Raw? Because I have no idea what's going on. Ooh, it's bad. Especially about what know. came out today, where apparently Rick didn't know about it and was not contacted about it. It comes off as really awkward. I watched it yesterday. And oof, it's rough. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen it. TJ, your uh, thoughts on the shoot promo? Um, uh, I don't care. There we go. Oh, well, hmm. uh, Hot takes. Ziggler versus Breeze is is happening. Oh, then it can't be Ziggler versus Cesaro. This is gonna be dumb. It makes me. I wonder. Like, serious question. If the Survivor Series tag match will go on last, and they just double book guys, I can what? almost guarantee that won't happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't. They've done weirder stuff. Tanner, go on. You have, you have Reigns versus Del Rio. All right, so it's a it's our rant time. If you think uh, ADR is boring and you like Dragon Gate, you have terrible tastes. In professional wrestling. If you want to make fun of ADR for having a sloppy match with one of the sloppiest wrestlers in the past five years, you are not watching enough wrestling. If you think Callisto is good because you watched three of his matches with El Generico, <laughs> you have terrible taste in wrestling. Or you just are not paying attention. Excuse me. This guy has been one of the sloppiest guys for the last five years. No one can be judged for having a sloppy match with Callisto. All he does is have sloppy matches, unless he's with Sami Zayn. End of rant. I, I assume the match was terrible last night. I assume it was terrible. But I'm just saying, like, when I was seeing people judging ADR because of that, I was like, seriously, wake, wake up. You're literally, I mean, what else did 
Samurai Del Sol do that was re- genuinely commendable besides his matches with, with Generica? I can't do <coughs> uh, But his matches with Generica were real good. They were. They were. He gave birth to Pentagon Jr. That's true. That's also a fact. True. That's one thing. It's one thing. I think, I mean, I think Del Rio's been solid since he's came back. I think his worst, ma- his worst match by far is the Cena match, but I don't even think that's all Del Rio's fault. I, I didn't. I think I was probably the biggest fan of that match, and I just thought it was like solid. I liked the Neville match, but I'll say this: he looks so unhappy. It, he looks like he is a secret member of Los Ingobernadores. Like he looks like he looks like NATO. He looks like NATO before the turn. He looks like he doesn't care about anything. He looks so unhappy to be there, yeah. and I, I just want to be like he just looks like he made a huge mistake, and he knows it, and he yeah. wants he wishes he could take it back. Yeah. Like he Which kind of makes me wonder, like, maybe he did get a really large sum of money. <laughs> like, I mean, there's no question. If they're paying him even 450 and with the potential to make, like, 1.5, they're overpaying him. And I think, and I'm a huge fan of his. I mean, like, so it just feels like he had, they offered him money that he could not refuse, and he's just regretted it ever since. Like, that feels like his gimmick. I mean... Sounds about right. I think I, I think this, this match versus Reigns has the chance to be pretty good. Yes, I, I think almost any ADR match has a chance to be very good. But at the same time, I as much of a fan of him as I, I as I am, I absolutely accept the fact that he just won't deliver sometimes. And I can see this match being one of those hat matches. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I. I I really I like Roman. Re- I mean, obviously, I'm like one of the biggest Roman Reigns marks ever, or at least that appears on this podcast. So eh, maybe maybe Reigns will give him something good. I'm interested to see how much time the two semifinal matches get, considering they're going to work a championship match in the main event or whenever it goes on. Speaking in of, the main event, yeah. yeah, I hope it's the main. Well, see, I've kind of started you looking at Taker's-, Taker's main eventing. You think Taker's main event? It's why else would it be the? I mean, who doesn't work the main event of their anniversary show? I almost feel like there's definitely a case of that happening in Japan. I I don't know if Taker is going to be the main. That I think the title match has to. Be I, I mean, I hope it is. I hope you're right. But I don't. I don't. I don't think they're that dumb. I dude. I don't think they are either. But it would not surprise me in the least. And then you have your your other semifinal match, which is Owens versus Ambrose, which just happened like two weeks ago on SmackDown or three weeks ago. So no one saw it. No one saw I've, it. Agreed. I haven't seen it yet. And I've I've seen, I saw their house show match. That was okay. See, I haven't seen that yet, but I heard people say they like that a lot more than their SmackDown match. So. I, I feel like they can have a good match. It's just a question of will they. Yeah. I mean, Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler worked a really good match on Raw Monday, and I don't... Really like Ziggler and Ambrose's hit, hit or miss for me. I mean, the I I think Dolph probably peaked in the 2009 SummerSlam match with Ray, right? Uh, maybe, the, I, or maybe the ADR, the ADR payback match. Yeah, I was about to say the payback match. Yeah, that's a, that's a, honestly actually one of my favorite WWE matches ever. Probably when I think when I really get down to it, it's but. A like, I don't think Dolph is all that good. And he really looks awful right now. Like, everything about him looks awful. His look, his hair, everything about it is just awful. Yeah. So that match was kind of a pleasant surprise. 
See, I haven't been watching Raw for a bit. And then Frey was giving me some, some crap on Twitter about it, because I was complaining about things. Deservedly so. And then I watched this, and I'm like, why is Ziggler wearing these pants? They're absurd looking. Yeah, they're stupid. He's been wearing them since the Rusev feud. Has he? Yeah. He, like, switched to a mid-Rusev feud. I don't know about any of this. Dean Ambrose is out there in his tank top and his jeans, and he looks more professional than Ziggler in his black tights. Yeah, that looks like he should be working some sleazy independent in, like, the backwoods of California. I, I think this needs to be said. Dean Ambrose, he looked beautiful. And that that gear, that is, those are some unbelievable jeans. They should sell those jeans. I They probably do. They probably do sell those. I mean, I think that he probably I'm doesn't. That's how he got him. himself. Can you imagine Dean Ambrose WWE going does. into like a JC Penny? I mean, the, I mean, the WWE should be selling those jeans. It's like because I think people will look at that and say, "I can look like that. <laughs> I can look like Dean. I can look like I don't wash my hair." That would be. I think there's some litigation at hand there. Um, so what else is there? So we got the made up. The main event is just going to be the tournament final. Yeah, right? which, I mean, is it? does anybody think it's not going to be Reigns versus Ambrose? I'm hoping it's Reigns versus Ambrose. I mean, I I, I, I kind of wonder. I mean, cause I, I mean, when has the Ambrose main event run gone well? It hasn't, but does it matter when Reigns is winning? But I'm saying, because you know they're doing a rematch at TLC. So, or, do I want a Reigns-Ambrose TLC match or a Reigns-Owens TLC match? And I feel like I want a Reigns-Owens TLC match. I absolutely want Reigns-Ambrose TLC match versus a Reigns-Owens TLC match. Yeah, I Ambrose, don't think they'll work a TLC match for the championship. I think it would just be some other stupid gimmick, like a ladder. Uh, I don't think so. I, I disagree, but... um. I mean, Ambrose has not delivered in the main event spots he's been given. So, give someone else a try. I don't need that in my life. I don't. Just Owens has the Intercontinental. Just do Del Rio Owens. Tanner. Tanner. (laughs) Tanner. Somebody's walking out double champ, guaranteed. Uh, it's true. Uh, I. Who goes into this five-on-five Survivor Series match, and why are they booking it? Is there a reason other than it's Survivor Series and they kind of have to? Well, one, you know, glaring exclusion from the card is New Day. So I feel like New Day is on one of the teams, which only leaves two spots open. But but is there a reason for this thing? Or is it just solely to exist on the card for its name? (laughs) That, because, yeah, just that. Okay. Just that. So we... New Day is going to be on one side. Usos and Cesaro probably going to be on the other side. Yeah, and I mean, I could definitely see a Cesaro, Usos, Dudley's versus New Day. Some uh, two other guys. Miz and someone else. Sounds awful. No, why not? It does. But why hey, I mean, Cesaro swinging Big E could be pretty cool. Oh, can we get Big Show? On the, on oh, the heel side? Oh, shit, shut that's, up. Let's bring him in. Ah, yeah. Wait, no, wait, no, hold up. Yeah, shit, we did need another heel. Okay. We got Show Miz and New Day. I'm ready for it. Oh, my God. I'm ready for it. No stakes. 
going to be uneventful. It's going to be great. And then, but where's Ryback? I don't know, Tanner. Where is Ryback? <laughs> he lost the Kalisha on SmackDown, and he hasn't. How does that happen? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I heard, people said it was god awful, but how could that match be so bad? But why would I don't know why uh, I, it has Callisto in it? True, but I mean, I feel like all you have to do is let Ryback throw you around for a couple yeah. minutes because it's on SmackDown. Well, there's your first problem. But they don't book matches like that. Well, they should. They only only Brock is allowed to work those matches. Uh, but where's Brock? Okay, but what does that have to do with the issue at hand? <laughs> it doesn't, but you know. I don't know, Tanner. Explain. <laughs> you do know. <laughs> you can't just say the statement. No, you know. That's all you got to do. Here's what I just learned. Okay, so I did go to the Wikipedia page for Survivor Series just to make sure I didn't leave anything off. And they have the tournament bracket down here. Neville and Barrett worked a 16-minute match. I don't remember seeing it, though. Right on SmackDown. God. Where matches don't actually happen. Jesus. And then Cesaro Sheamus went fifteen twenty eight. Reigns Cesaro went twenty minutes. Oh, is Sheamus walking out with the championship? Is that what's happening, or is that uh, not what's happening? I, as much as I love him, as much as I would love to bury more people who cannot emotionally separate themselves from the product enough to recognize how great he is, why on earth does he have the the briefcase? Someone's got to carry it. I mean, someone's got to carry it. I mean, if they want to do the stupid thing with Reigns, Sheamus <laughs> was the least, you know, obvious answer in that match. They had, there had to be someone else in that match. I can't even remember the match, but there had to be someone better. I feel like Neville Kane, holding the briefcase would be pretty there. fun. Ugh. I don't need that. I think Neville's a very capable TV worker. <laughs> I mean, just I think, hand him the briefcase. I think his match against Owens on Raw may have been the best Neville match I've seen throughout his entire NXT WWE run. Oh, no. His, I think his match with Zayn from in December last year was fantastic. It was god-awful, yeah. It, it was, was my awful. match of the right. year. Exactly. Are you, are, you, are you honest right now? I are you being honest swear to God, it was my match of the year last year. That may be one... Whoever thought that match was great, that's some of the worst opinions I've See, seen. See, I feel like you're in the minority there. I'm in the minority. I'm also in the correct but I'm in the minority. I don't think so. I don't get that match I, any any degree. I'm like, why? Who could care? But apparently people did. Whatever floats uh, your boat, Sam. Anyways, Neville has worked... Uh, I mean, he's not working these great matches every week, but he's working very fun TV matches. I mean, he's had fun matches with anybody he's wrestled on the roster. He's a hot tag and a tag team. Just book him that way, please. I gotta book him in... Poor singles. Who would you put him in a tag with, though? I don't care. Anyone who can sell. Heath Slater. I mean, that wouldn't be my first option, but I guess that I guess that fits technically to what I just said. <laughs> Roman Reigns. I mean, Can't his I'm just the, the the arm selling, the arm selling was not you know not the best. Great match, not the best arm selling by Roman. Oh, so you've seen the Cesaro Roman Reigns match? Yeah, I've been watching all the. Tor- I've been watching. I watched those three tournament matches, and I watched the uh, one night number one contenders tournament matches. That's the most. Actually, that's that's actually a ton of raw for me. Watching seven matches, but uh, oh yeah, all this is, pretty good. Cesaro match was great. No doubt about it. 
Did you watch the Fatal Four Way, the final of the? I thought it was fine, like three. Okay. Um. Okay. I I thought that tournament was a lot of fun. I didn't think anything really over delivered though. And then it just ended up being for nothing two weeks later. A little bit. A little bit. Especially since That's shocking. Especially since three of those four guys are just in the semifinals now. Yep. It's actually uh, it's kind of like the, the 2010 uh, Bola, where Ugh. Ryan won, and everyone was so angry. And then uh, Davy had to drop the belt because of New Japan. So they just put the four semifinalists in a match to crown the number one, the, the champion. And luckily, yep. uh, Claudio won instead of Ryan. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, great shit. Was it great shit? I'm, four you know. that, four, that four way was pretty good. I don't remember. What that. happened to the, the Brandon guy? Brandon Gag. Uh, he sucked, and they stopped booking him because he sucked. I mean, does he not wrestle? He's, still in, the, he's still in the business. Yeah, he, sure. he, he's based in uh, Vegas, I think. He wrestles for that uh, FC, FSW promotion? FSW, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, his name still pops up every once in a while. Um, okay. He sucks. So. What happened to Willie Mack? You can't say he sucks. Uh, there have been times when you could say that. He doesn't suck. I didn't say he sucks. I'm saying there have been times when you could have said that. And they, you could say that about 99% of the PWG roster. Yes. They're still there. But uh, I know at one point, I mean, I think PWG... Uh, Certain people in charge, or certain people with power in PWG, have uh, buried him. I know, so like they Andy brought him back. Uno. They uh, brought him back as a courtesy one time to to say goodbye before he went to NXT, and then he got released before he ever showed up. So I think they just had no interest in bringing him back. Just just took a look to see how all the diversity on the PWG lineup. I remember when they used to. I do a little in that department. Yeah, it was uh, 2009. They did, I think I really liked how they were booking shows in 2009. Six matches, really diverse cards, good mix of locals and outside talent. Not a guerrilla warfare every show. Yeah, they've uh, they've been using that as a crutch a lot. Mm-hmm. How many guerrilla warfares have there been in the last three years? Like I'd say there's been five? two or three. I think there's been probably on average two a year since 2013. Yeah, so that's Which and when many. you're running six or seven shows a year, it's ridiculous. Well, it, it used to be like a thing where it's it was like the the fight without honor, where it was just like, okay, this is the end of a big feud in our company, and this is what we're going to call it. And now it's they just call it that whenever they don't feel like working a regular match. Yeah, which which is stupid anyway, because they never they don't enforce the rules in PWG anyway. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? And then I think the one I mean I really enjoyed those triple threat you know uh, ladder matches, and then they just I did. got rid of those. I well I I think they were overdoing it. I think uh, I think the I liked all three of them a lot. The first one probably being my favorite PWG match ever, but uh, they started overdoing it. I'm fine that they they've scaled that back. So the king of old overindulging. Yes. Yeah. And maybe that's what Super Dragon's is. problem is. I mean that you could argue that it's his problem <laughs> as a worker and a booker, and as a human, and as a human being. Yeah. Uh, I I was hoping that was a fat joke. I was just hoping no, it was a fat. Good, good. I'm happy for you, Tanner. Thanks. You killed it. I gotta get you one in. You killed it. I gotta get uh, I'm, la- I'm in the inside. I'm tearing up. I'm fucking tearing up. Goodness. Uh, PWG. That used to be a good promotion. Uh, does anyone? Does any promotion like protect gimmick matches still? 
I assume you're about to claim some southern indie that you can only see on fan camp does, but uh, other than that, I'm no. not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. It's just a gimmick. I don't know. Question. How many promotions have like specific gimmick matches? Uh, well, they don't need to have a specific gimmick match, but they can have a gimmick match. It sounds like Tanner's forgotten about Evolution's End. Oh shit! <laughs> I have. Where you the the rules exist inside the ring, but outside the ring there are no rules. Well, Thatcher and Busick were death match earlier in a. Uh, yeah, I think we, I, Tanner. I think we've learned your friend uh, is not quite as well connected as he led us all to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty safe to say. Hey, but he seems left like the podcast I'll... in the middle of it one time with Brad Ward. I, I know. I recorded it. I. <laughs> Uh, he seems like a well, lovely fellow. He seems like a lovely guy. He just clearly is not quite as well connected as we uh, as we were led to believe. Well, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Evolution's End, great gimmick match. I don't even remember who's wrestled in them. Didn't like Callahan and Ar Fox do one? Yeah, and it was it was it was aight. They did it in front of you know like fifty five people in North Carolina 11. on a month on a month's notice when no and like no one knew what was going on. Well, you know what are you gonna do? You got to get your gimmicks in there somehow. I got nothing. I got nothing. Um, Same, Sammy Callahan. You like him? I like Sammy Callahan. I like Sammy Callahan a lot. I wonder if he's working. Uh... You know what I love is when he just bangs the microphone on his head. It's so funny. Ugh. It's a real good bit. It's oh, my a real God. Good bit. Sam's actually offended you said that. He's like, hey, I kind of like that. Actually, I, I don't care because I don't – I'm not a promo or whatever guy, so I tend to not even see it. Um, is it NXT? I think he's a great wrestler. Right now? Where's everybody I think he was at? a great wrestler. I barely see him anymore. Right. He, will, he will be back on the Indies soon enough. Probably. I'm shocked it hasn't happened already, to be honest. Uh, it's apparently come close a few times, but he's got some allies. Good on him. Uh, yeah, they've not used him well. I don't know what else yeah, to say. Not, there's not much you can do with people who aren't that good. Uh, but he is really good, so that's going to be hard to hard for me to accept. He takes a great beating. He absolutely does. The Finley match is great. The first one. Regal bowed out before we got to that. Because that would have been tremendous. I was sold that Regal Owens was happening for the longest time. Yeah, because you're a mark. Regal grabbed him by the nose. How cool was that? It was a red herring, and then Joe showed up. And then they didn't do that match either. But it was supposed... I mean, clearly... they didn't do Owens-Joe, didn't But you know what I mean. They didn't... It was supposed to be going to be Brooklyn. Well, yeah, but, you know. You know. I do that. Oh man, NXT Regal just needs to unretire. Like, if I, knew, I had one wish, it'd be Regal be a hundred percent healthy so he can wrestle four matches a year. Uh, let me like obviously that'd be great, but it's also it's so rare to someone go out on top. Like, there's an argument to be had that he went out on his best match. The Cesaro match? Yeah. I wouldn't say that was his best. But I mean, I'm, I'm saying he, I'm saying there's an argument to be had. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know. Tenru supposedly dropped Okada on his head like a hundred times. 
I have yet to see that. Although I haven't I, seen I, it either. I would like to. It's going to be viewed by me this weekend. I, uh, I finally unsubscribed to New Japan World, so... I probably should have waited a week so I could have watched that match. See, at this point, I just let it charge my bank account. Because I'm like, if there's one show I'll watch, it's kind of worth it. Well, it was a thing where I, I literally went two weeks without watching anything, which is incredibly rare for me. Probably haven't done it in years. And uh, I was just like, well, I'm not... By the time I start watching things again, I'm not going to... New Japan World is not going to be my priority, so it's time to unsubscribe. That's like me. When I went I went through a rut probably like two months back, what got me back in was 2000's Noah. Like 2000, 2001 Noah. Yeah. Like, man, this is great. Yeah, it was, it was two weeks. I didn't watch anything, and just like, I need to watch. It was uh, after listening to the uh, Exile podcast for the Hall of Fame in Japan, or Japan Candice for Hall of Fame. I was like, yeah, I got to start getting back into all Japan. And that's what did it. Now I'm watching again. That's all it takes. Sam, what got you back in during your ruts? I don't. I don't remember. I when I get into ruts, I just jam a lot of wrestling until it starts connecting. And last rut was I don't know a couple months ago, and Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles for Trent Point 2005 got me out of it. You know why? I don't know though? why. Happened I don't on my know birthday. Why. That's why. In 2005, I turned 10 just, years old that day. Ten. Ten. Wow. A decade. So young. And what's crazy, a, is like three case weeks from now, younger? I turned 20. Yeah, that case was four when that match happened, or whatever. I, I'm actually, I'm legitimately starting to worry about case when I see him retweeting things or tweeting out, like, Joe Lanza opinions. And I'm just like, okay, it's one thing when it's, like, wrestling. But it's another thing when you're, like, talking about life and, you know, <laughs> social, social justice issues. It's like, you know, you want to, like, drag thing, okay. My favorite thing about Case is that he uses uh, Tinder, whatever, like Tinder sayings. I'm like, mm. it, it's like illegal for you to be on Tinder. <laughs> I know, I know, right? I I wouldn't even, you know, get on Tinder. So that's how it goes. Yeah. So Case, you know, watch out for yourself. Let's yeah, let's let's chill a little bit. We're okay with you uh, liking Dragon Gate, but. Yeah, well, not really, but we can deal with that a lot easier than we can deal with you, you know, complaining you about PC culture. Yeah. yeah. Drink it sucks. I well, I'm saying, God, it really does. It sucks so bad. Oh, uh, goodness. Uh, it, we watched two matches for this thing we were trying to do, and they were not good. No. I mean, I don't know who could watch this shit. I mean, is I mean, they just had a main event with probably the two best guys they have, my two favorite guys, or two of my favorite guys in the company, and I'm like, this is no good, <laughs> and it's entirely because of the company. <laughs> what, a, what an awful I, company! I refuse to subject myself to. I, I'm sure I would probably even like it. Just there was actually um, what was it? Ricochet, Ricochet of all people had a couple good matches last year. And I don't really like him, so that's something, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it's it's no good. Don't watch it, people. So speaking of Dragon Gate and things that are bad, TJ, you're on our year-end panel for the year-end I awards. I am. I just figure I should segue into that somehow. So the, that's the, happening. The, the, always bur- the Always Buried Tanners. Yeah, the AVTs, which is the first time. We were going to say the name last week, and then Sam was like, no, don't, don't. 
We need to uh, yeah, we need to get a Striga to put the, make a file or like a page on Cage Match for them. Should <laughs> <We> I'm <laughs> so down for that? I don't know if we have enough pull. I, I feel I feel like Dylan might have enough pull though, right? He's been around a lot while. I talk to Striga a lot. It's been a do you? Tanner? I do. I really do. Are you gonna, are you gonna ask like you get pull? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if I mean, that. that seems like a weird thing to ask. I so mean, I, should, should we talk about these uh, these awards and these nominations? Uh, well, let's not talk about the nominations, but I guess we can talk about awards if you want to. At least a few of them. Well, I mean, it would make more sense to talk about the observer since you know that polling is ending in a week. Oh yeah, that's fucking stupid. I hate the way the observer does it. But. Well, what, you mean Dave Meltzer approaching something with a completely outdated way? That's yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I mean, TJ. You say that knowing we are going to be doing these awards before technically the end of the year. Okay, but we're only what are we missing? We're final missing battle? final battle. Yeah, that's gonna suck. And two PWG shows that we just went over instead are probably gonna be not that good. And all I'm saying and is awards should be done in like March or April. See, that's way, way too fact, late for awards. Way after the fact. I, I think in this day and age, if a company doesn't get a match out to you, a show out to you by the first week of January, nah. I just need to catch up on everything. Well, that's your fault. Well, yes, it yes. Is. That's why I'm trying to get people to nominate stuff so I know where to, know where to watch. I mean, really, we should be waiting five years because perspective helps with these things all the time. But, uh. <laughs> It's true. See, it's, it's funny. I'm, not inaccurate. I'm going to spoil the list a little bit. Sam wrote down the nomination of Virus earlier today. I've seen one Virus match all year. Oh, I hope you. Yeah. You need to. <laughs> oh, gonna... Which match was it? Oh, fuck if I remember. It was, so... oh. was it against Dragon Lee. Huh? Was it against Dragon Lee? That was solid, I think. Yeah, I think it was against Dragon Lee. Yeah, it was. Okay, it's good. The Dragon Lee good. match. That was a good match. <laughs> Put them in the list. Put them in the list, on the list. But yeah, Dave Meltzer's awards, they end in a week. I feel like it's just so stupid now to have the Observer calendar be from December to November. What What's the point? What was, I mean, like, really, because, you know, I didn't get into wrestling until, you know, late, you know, quotations late in my life. What was ever the point of doing it from December to November? The idea was, though, it could be, it would get out by January, the actual issue. Okay. Stupid. Does this make sense, Tanner? I mean, it does make sense. It just seems stupid. Again. I mean, it's pretty. Because... I mean, it's pretty. Like, I mean, like four or one. I know the way. Or at least they used to do it. I have no idea what's going on um, now. But they would have you start in December, and if anything happened between December and the end of December, you would just have to kind of account for it and change your mind. But that doesn't happen a ton. If, like, if ROH was great right now, I'd be kind of like, oh, okay, maybe something a Final Battle happens that's worth considering, but... Yeah. Yeah. If there was... Now, if there was any outcry from our panel of judges, which consists of us three, Bray and Dylan, you know, I would consider... The cream of the crop. The cream of the crop. The cream of the crop of the Twitter wrestling community. I would, I would consider pushing the awards back, but we can all agree that there is not a match happening in the last two weeks of the year that we're like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I mean, really, there's nothing like even well, Styles wait, versus actually, Lethal. Wait a second. When is uh, All Japan running? Who knows? Never, maybe. Well, because I have friends going. They said they're going to an All Japan show, so I'm wondering. You know, if they do Akiyama and Akabono, yeah. 
<laughs> I'll never see the light of day. Wait, isn't Akibono already freelance? Like, not he's not going to be doing much more All Japan? Wasn't that thought, happening? Isn't he their champion? Maybe? I'm looking it up. Is he? I thought he was. No, shit. Isn't Akiyama their champion right now? It's sad that, like, we watch a lot of wrestling and we don't know. And I watch All Japan. I mean, they're... they're I mean... Okay, discounting Big Japan, because obviously that's ludicrous, but All Japan probably producing the best stuff, like in terms of uh, in terms of amount of stuff that we are able to see. Probably has my favorite two-on-two tag matches. Or tag match, you know, however you define that. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, no, Akiyama won. I missed that. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure Akibono is not with the company anymore. <sighs> Because I'm pretty sure that's where the Akibonos fighting Bob Sapp rumor and Ryzen started. And I don't think it's just a rumor. I think it's true. I can't believe I missed Akiyama winning the belt. God, they didn't even, it wasn't even a TV show. Oh, that's just sad. Okay, here we go. I'm reading this off his Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, the following day, which would have been November 2nd, it was announced that Akib- Akibono was leaving All Japan and once again becoming a freelancer looking to return to martial arts. It was, however, also announced that he would continue working for All Japan as a freelancer. Okay, so I guess he's going to continue working for All Japan. But regardless, they've already done the title match and the title switch, so it yeah. won't be happening. And we won't even see the title switch. So, so what, just do, just do Miyahara and Akiyama and then close your doors? God, it's gonna be real depressing, but yes, do that. Um, Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> what about it? What about it? Yeah, I, I watched. Like I watched one Zeus match last year. It was pretty good. Was it against Akibono? I think it was against Go. Actually, I don't really like Go. Oh go. yeah, got... the the title match against not Joe Go was pretty good. Right, let's see. I gotta look it up on the blog. On Who the is blog. shitting on their mic? TJ, is that you? I don't know. It might be a. It might be my fault. I'm not actually taking a shit though. My God. You know what? Akibono needs to go back to Big Japan. Let's just be honest. I mean, I don't know if that's his best place. Imagine him working the strong lads. Did you? Do you remember him and uh, Hama wrestling uh, Sakamoto and Okabayashi in like 2012? No, no. but now I want to see Akibono versus Hama at the Dome. Let's just do that. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. yeah, I gave Go and Zeus three and a half stars. That's pretty high for me. So Yeah, I think I gave it like three and three fourths. And it was a Zeus match, and I'm not that fond of Zeus. Ghost hit or miss. I really like Ghost's last uh, GHC heavyweight title reign. But he also wrestled Akiyama, Takayama, maybe someone else. I, I would say almost I would say almost definitely someone else. Well, yeah, but I did, he wrestled like Kenta, I think. They were like three. I almost gave the Akiyama match five stars. I gave it like four and three fourths. It is Akiyama. You need to see it if you haven't. I will. Sure. I will. I will catch up with Noah after I'm done catching up with all the All Japan. I feel like that's a cheap plug. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a while. <laughs> I swear, blog so little time. I watched. A lot of the '90s All Japan stuff, like three years ago, and I feel like I should go back and watch, rewatch it. Uh, you can actually—I'm actually uploading everything I download, so that's cool. Who does that? 
Um, Seems like a lot of work. It's really not anymore. It used to be. But the files are so small, so it goes pretty quickly. I'm not even smart enough to do that, so good on you. Yeah. But uh, Ultra Band dying, that's it's gonna suck. That sucks. Yeah. I I hope, but you know, I mean, the good wrestlers from Ultra Band are going to find you know. Yeah, work. but they're just going to go to fucking Mudo One, and that's going to be even more depressing. Or hear me out. They go to Big Japan. Imagine uh, Akiyama in Big Japan. Akiyama finishing his years, you know, his career in Big Japan. You can't be opposed to it because it's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very theoretical idea, but it is a great idea. I mean, I, mean, like, I would fly to Japan to watch Akiyama versus Sekimoto. Is that match? You wouldn't. You wouldn't walk down the street. To watch pro wrestling live, so I don't bullshit. I would. There's just none here. Oh, I don't want to see where Porky came to town. Oh, he and, didn't come uh, to town. He came four hours north. Came to town, and uh, <laughs> you weren't <laughs> there for him. So that reminds me, there was actually a lucha show about 15 minutes away from me this past weekend. I completely forgot about it. I hate you. See, TJ seems worse than me. Oh, I'm the I, yeah, but TJ has like wrestling around with him. Yeah, so I'm spoiled, and I only go to like two or three things a year. See, I've been to one thing this year. What did you go see? What was that? <laughs> Went to a SmackDown taping. God, I hate you. God, that's like the worst possible thing to go. It was really good. It had Cesaro Rusev, and it had a really fun uh, Reigns Ambrose versus Big Show Sheamus tag match. It's actually a really fun SmackDown. God, why did I watch Goshi Izaki versus Kengo Mashimo? I feel like, when was that from? Um, Champion Carnival. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people hyped that match up. I remember That's probably why I watched it. I gave yeah. it three. And then I wrote, Kengo reminds me of Hiroki Goto, which is the opposite of a compliment. <laughs> I was about to say, Jesus. Uh, what do you think of, have you watched any Yuji uh, Hino matches this year? Uh, is that like the rookie that everyone is putting over? No, he's not a rookie. He's been wrestling for a while, but he's just now getting like exposure. No, I have not. Oh, he's good. You need to watch him. Also, speaking of rookie, rookies, Kazusada Higuchi, you need to watch him, because he's great. Yeah, I, I, I just rely on all my minions writing up DNA matches for me. I don't actually watch any of them. You need to watch them, because they're pretty good stuff. Eh, you know. There's only so much time in the day. I had to watch all the uh, Christian Randy Orton matches yesterday. See, you, you say you have. have to do that? Well, it's I watched the first one and I was like, well, now I gotta watch them all. It's meant to be viewed as a set. Yeah, I mean, did you watch their house show matches? Uh, no, I, I'm pretty anti watching fan cams, and except for in the most like extreme situations. Oh, I'm not. I'll watch a fan cam any day of the week. Oh, so tedious. Why is it tedious? Well, first of all, half of them are just like chin locks. Even I just watched Masawa Kabashi from 1991. Fan cam and that half of that's a chin lock too. It's like I, yeah, but they were babies then. They didn't even know what to do. Yeah, I mean, it's like I uh, like a month earlier, Masawa had a near five star match with Jumbo. And he's working a chin lock heavy match with Kobashi because it's a house. What shot. do you mean a near five star match? Do you not view the Jumbo Masawa matches as five stars? I that think seems I, ludicrous to me. I think I gave him four, four and a half, and four and three quarters. Hmm. What have you given five stars? Uh. 
but I gave him two matches this year. Five, I've, yes, I've given <laughs> two matches this year five stars. Wait, spill them. What are Wait, they? From, from this year? From this or year. Okay, I can guess them. Let me guess yeah, them. That's fucking crazy talk. Reigns, Lesnar, Nakamura, Ibushi. I think I gave both of those four and three quarters. Shit, what did you give five then? Both Sasha Bailey matches. <laughs> Fair. Well, I haven't seen the Iron Woman match yet, but I gave the Brooklyn match five stars. And no, actually, the crazy thing about the Brooklyn match is that I was there, second row, and I, I afterwards was like, that was probably like four and a quarter. And then I watched it back on tape. It was like, five. <laughs> <laughs> just stamped your computer and your flip phone. I, I just, I, I tweeted Dave three days later, five, completely out of context. <laughs> I don't know if he got it. That's great. Now, I like to believe he's one of those people, since he tweets out of context all the time, that he just gets it. He just gets it. Yeah. Man, Sasha Bailey is really good. Sasha, Sasha Becky was also really good. I, I but that's what's crazy is that I actually have that distinctly number three compared to to the the other two title matches. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, so, uh, wrestler of the year. I, I I'm I'm kind of thinking uh, for outstanding Cesaro and for Luthez Sasha. I think that's where I'm leaning at the moment. I don't huh. do the one. I mean, I don't do. I don't, uh, you know, subscribe to the observer. So I don't. Well, neither do I. But I, I kind of like. I kind of like the uh, the difference in uh, the awards. So I made that suggestion for the uh, AB Albuquerque Tanners, but it was clearly rejected because it was just deleted from the Google Doc. Oh, that was Sam that wrote. <laughs> Why would I write? Because I had the tab. No, that's what infuriated so, me so much. Because I wrote Wrestler of the Year. Because. I don't feel like people really care about drawing in our group a lot. So, well, I don't think it's necessarily only about drawing. Well, true, but I know like Sam doesn't give a shit how you are on the mic, and it'd just be it'd be a mess. Which why I thought it was weird that Sam wrote, "Can we separate this into uh, most outstanding and Luthez?" I was like, "That was that was me." No, because I feel like I even asked Sam. I I think this is a rare. This was a rare year where I'd actually care about it. So I do think what Sasha did in terms of presenting herself as a huge star in a star-driven, you know, entity that is NXT. It's, I think it is, you know, that's a company that very much relies on their big stars to keep the praise and momentum going. And she oh, yeah, not, not only became that, she did it without being an indie darling first. And she's the only person who did that in NXT, right? Unless someone yeah. can... Uh, I think all the other big NXT stars were all big indie darlings. She also did that while being a woman in a company that is so unbelievably misogynistic at almost every step of the way. And she managed to pr- project herself as w- the biggest star in the world at almost all times. And deliver in the ring all the while. Delivering some of the best stuff in the ring. She is one of the few people in the company that actually recognizes that a heat segment should just not be a chin lock. And you should actually do something creative with it to set up things in your match to make things happen later in your match more important and more exciting. I think what she has done is above the the usual amount of uh, excellence in terms of the outside factors. But she doesn't have, you know she's not in a position to deliver week in, week out the way Cesaro has. So I would distinguish the two this year. But normally I don't care about such distinctions. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a, a totally valid point, but you know, come December whatever date, I said we were recording these. I'm just going to literally take what I just said and repeat it all then and <laughs> say, I'm you giving out. just two, wrote it all down. I'm giving out two different awards. Second. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has to be a consensus top ten. So, what? That's going to be a fun debate because I already know some ways some people are going to go and some ways, you know, like I'm going to go. So I guess we'll see. Strategic voting. <laughs> Destiny, game of the year. That's how that works, right? I don't know where that came. I don't know where that came from. I think that's my cue to sign off. It was a giant bomb joke. I don't. Go home. Essentially, what happened with the giant bomb game of the year was I just got to say this. Is that they all agreed that Destiny sucked, gave it number seven game of the year. Thank you. Just just figured it should have been seven. Clearly protesting this decision, you still went through with it. I am very proud of you. Uh, Okay, I got nothing else. So uh, I figure a podcast devoted to 2015 All Japan and TJ just rattling his mic like he doesn't give a shit. That's actually my iPad as my case is falling apart. Build another one. Oh, goodness. Um, you should send that tweet to MLW. Okay. So if that's it, did you get anything to plug? Uh, no, I'm good. Are you serious? I mean, no one's listening to this. What's actually going to happen if I plug it? Something? <laughs> Valid fair. point. That's fair. I'll take it. Tanner. Uh, as always, <laughs> I've been rattled. I'm going to plug my Twitter, which is at uh, Tanner1495. And you should all make your Twitter profile pictures Christmas themed because it's that time of the year. I mean, it's not that time of year, but, but it uh, is okay. Hey, so you can follow me on Twitter at country nineteen ninety two. If you're listening to this on iTunes, then go to soundcloud.com slash we don't know wrestling to see other things. Um, and yada yada yada, so on and so forth. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. <laughs>